Hello and welcome to the very first edition of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show brought to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. You can follow me at Chris Belcher 24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms. Make sure you subscribe. As you have seen over the last week, we're dropping teasers about this show. We're going to be doing that a lot more. So if you're keeping up with the storylines on the show, they're going to make a lot more sense. But clearly, I'm not here alone. My co-host, my partner in crime, the Young Buck, wearing the Young Buck shirt, Mr. Andy York. Andy, we are finally here in the room. We're making it happen. Uh, this is the day I've been looking forward to the most. Uh, it's like Christmas morning for me. So I, I am looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have uh, been messing around with some stuff. It's uh, it's just going to be very interesting. It I is. think it's going to take us all like a week or two to get used to it and uh-huh. get a little bit underneath us. But uh, like... I think we're going to get rolling. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we want your feedback, too. Again, at PBW Podcast, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what's too much, uh, what's not enough. Uh, but, of course, clearly because there's all this kind of nonsense going on at once, Andy and I could not do this alone. The man at the gorilla position, Mr. Brad Beal, is here manning the controls, doing all the fun stuff. So if you guys get fun stuff that you hear and that you laugh at and – that that's all coming from this guy what no. just like that <laughs> yeah i'm excited man i'm like nervous uh i was just telling me Chris too. before we started i was like man i'm nervous just because i don't want to i don't want to miss a cue so <laughs> i don't want to be a, a bad gorilla is that what it would be called <laughs> bad gorilla <laughs> i guess all right so the way this is going to work guys um again if you miss a draft episode you can go back and listen to it if you want or as andy alluded to the other day on the show if you don't want to listen to it and you want to be surprised about who we have on our rosters, don't listen to it. It's fine. Just be surprised the whole time. The way this is going to work is we drafted rosters, current day rosters. 2022 is the incarnation of these wrestlers, so we're not going back to the Attitude Era. We're not doing anything like that. And anybody that has gotten injured or suspended or anything like that since a hiatus or a hiatus <laughs> since the draft that does not apply the draft rosters are accurate and are final as of that recording so that's where we are uh, andy and i are going to present our shows we've already decided beforehand that i'm going to go first uh since andy had the last draft pick i'm going to present my show first it's going to be different. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and tell you, well, this guy beat this guy. And this was his. <laughs> We're not doing that. So get ready. Um, 30 minutes on the clock. We'll, we'll have 30 minutes to present our show. Brad's got a timer here. Yeah. And those 30 minutes will start after your intro songs, after okay. your brand intro. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So we, we can see the timer here. So you might not hear a countdown. Uh, we can see it. So we kind of know what's happening. Um, Andy. Anything else, man? Nothing I can think of. Brad, anything else before we get started? Oh, man, let's do it. Oh, the pressure is on. That's, All right. that's why I'm glad you're going first, because yeah, you got to yeah. set the tone. So have fun. No pressure. Okay. All right, y'all. This show is PBWF Revolution, week number one. 30 minutes on the clock. Lots of pressure. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah
it's time to take a stand. This is the future of wrestling. This is Revolution. Hello and welcome to Ringside, everybody. I am Tom Hannafin, joined by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw Layfield. And let's send it up to another Hall of Famer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the general manager of the Revolution brand, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold grabs the mic. He thanks the WWE for the opportunity to have one more match at WrestleMania because it gave him the itch and made it easier to accept this position in this brand new company. And since I'm in charge, he says, what better way to start than addressing the World Heavyweight Championship? As you see, he's got the big gold belt, the old WCW big gold belt on his shoulders. He said, this will be the standard for revolution. Now, the way we're going to determine this No. Uh -oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jimmy and Jay Uso, it's Paul Heyman, and it is the tribal chief Roman Reigns headed to the ring. Roman gets in the ring and grabs the microphone. And he says, now, normally I would let the wise man here talk for me, but not for tonight. So Steve, you know why I'm here. The greatest champion in history is standing right before you. And you would be doing this show a disservice by not just handing the belt to me right now. Austin chuckles and he says, well, Roman, it's not quite going to be like that. But what? What is this? Ladies and gentlemen, that is Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Chelsea Green, the major players. Everybody in the, uh, in the ring has a confused look on their face. Cardona grabs the mic. And he says, Steve, anyone deserves the belt. It's me. Steve looks at him and he says, what? <laughs> Cardona says, that's right. I deserve the belt. Steve looks at him and he says, what? <laughs> he says, that's right. I'm the belt collector. I'm broski seven belts. It should be mine. I'm the two time internet champion i'm the last impact wrestling digital media champion i'm the last nwa world's heavyweight champion the nywc champion asw champion and the aiw 
absolute and intense champion. <laughs> Roman Reigns looks at him and he, he laughs and he says, are you done yet? <laughs> Doesn't even matter. He said, there's not a soul in this arena who knows what the heck you just were talking about. Because even if they do, it's because they crawled out of their parents' basement and was one of the 50 people in the building to watch you win those belts and parade around with your toy dolls. Matt and Brian start to get start to get in their face a little bit, but Austin stops them and Austin says, wait, hold up, wait a minute. Roman, I totally agree with you, actually. This guy is not on your level. Now, he said, to the crowd, I'm not trying to be a heel here, but Roman was the first overall draft selection for this brand. So Roman, you will compete for the vacant world heavyweight championship at our first pay-per-view called game on. As for you, Cardona, you got to prove yourself. That's going to start tonight. We're going to have a series of matches to determine participants in a battle Royal to crown new tag team champions. That's the level I think you're on. So you got to prove yourself. If you and Brian can win this match against the Usos in the main event tonight and you qualify for that tag match, we'll talk about if you're going to be in the championship match or not. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Oh my goodness. Strong words from the rattlesnake. We're going to head to commercial break. We'll be right back with our first contest. All right, we're back in segment two. We're back in Stone Cold Steve Austin's office. He sits down and he tries to crack open a cold one, puts his feet up, but as soon as he does, there's a knock at the door. What? He yells. In walks Charlotte Flair. She says she heard what Austin was handing out title shots and knows that she deserves one. And Austin knows that as well. Austin says, well, you know, I can think of somebody on our roster that is just as deserving. And here she comes now. In walks Candace LeRae. Charlotte just kind of looks. And Austin says, that's right. Charlotte, get acquainted because you're going to see Candace at the pay-per-view, she's not cleared to wrestle yet, but she will be by the pay-per-view. Charlotte just stares down Candace and she walks out. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for our opening contest. It is going to be a tag team battle royal qualifying match. Here come the Viking Raiders and we'll find out their opponents on the other side of this commercial break. All right, we are back, and the team of Cameron Grimes and Ricochet have made their entrance, and they're going to take on the Viking Raiders. The bell sounds. We are underway. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Action starting off hot and heavy. Ricochet is using his speed to try to avoid the clutches of the Raiders. But eventually, it just becomes too much. 
Eric hits a huge cannonball in the corner on Ricochet, who barely, he makes the tag to Cameron Grimes, but Cameron Grimes jumps in. He's immediately caught in the Viking experience. One, two, three. This is a quick one. The Viking Raiders take the win and advance to the Tag Team Battle Royal. Commercial break. We're backstage in the locker room. We just come back from commercial break, and we see the club. We see AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. They're all smiles. They're catching up. They haven't been in the same company in a while, so uh, they're having a good time. But in walks Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong, the undisputed era. They all embrace. They're all having a good time. Start catching up. Eventually, Kyle O'Reilly says something about the tag team battle royal, and Gallows chimes in and he says, yeah, we're going to be in it too. Yeah. Adam Cole says, well, listen, why don't you guys, he's talking to Gallows and Anderson, just back off and let my boys handle this. AJ says, no, 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 no. I don't think so. This seems like a great opportunity to prove who is really elite. A stare down ensues and we cut to the ring for our next match. Awesome! I came to the table to win. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. This is going to be a fantastic match between two of the best workers this business has ever seen. The Miz and Randy Orton. Here we go. What a match this is going to be. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There, there's no Randy Orton. There, there's no Randy Orton. What's going on? Miz is looking around. Wait, up on the screen, we see a camera running through the backstage area and into the parking lot. Randy Orton has been laid out in the parking lot. What is going on? The Miz, he looks shocked as well. He takes off and he runs to the back. Man, we're we're trying to sort this thing out whenever we come back from commercial break. What segment are you on? We are headed to segment number five. We are back, and Randy Orton has been loaded into an ambulance. And Miz, Miz is close nearby with a concerned look on his face. Caleb Braxton, our interviewer, approaches and asks for his thoughts. And Miz is just very visibly shaking. He said he had he had absolutely nothing to do with this. He knows a lot of people are not going to believe him, but he had nothing to do with it, and he wants to find out who did. Well, here we go as we try to sort that out. Back in the ring, it's the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll, the GOAT, the man with more nicknames than we can count, Chris Jericho, makes his way to the ring. He grabs the mic. He says, Welcome to Revolution is Jericho. I take a swig for the worker man here before I do this. <laughs> he says, You know, I've had an incredible 30 year career, and I've. He stops. Wait a minute. He gets out of the ring. I haven't been in the same room with you two jokers in five years. We're going to settle this right now. Mike, Tom, get in here. 
<laughs> ring announcer Mike Rome and, and play-by-play man Tom Hannafin get in the ring. I finally figured it out. There's two of you, Mike and Tom, Tom and Mike. Of course, you know, he gets them wrong, and one of them tries to interrupt. Ah, Jericho says, I know what the real problem is, turning to Tom. Mike, your last name's Phillips. That's right, Phillips. Tom says, well, actually, no, Mike, I'm right. Tell him, Tom, as he turns to Mike, and Mike says, well, actually, no, I'm right. It's Mike Phillips. That's right, Mike Phillips. Jericho says, listen, I've had enough of this. Get out of here. Tom, Mike, Mike, Tom, you're both stupid idiots. And if I had a list with me, I'd put you on it right now. <laughs> now, onto the important matter at hand. You know, I've had a 30-year career, and it brings me great sadness to let you all know that my wrestling career, it's coming to an end. My best days are behind me. There's nothing left to prove. But fear not, because you'll still see Chris Jericho, because next week, I am bringing the hottest rock band in the world, Fozzie, to Revolution to give you a rock show like you have never seen before. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think this was the right guy to interrupt Chris Jericho, it's our truth Truth grabs a mic. Before he can say anything, Jericho says, What are you doing, you stupid idiot? Truth says, I'm here to rock, bro. Fozzie's my jam. Truth, that's that's next week. And you 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 don't rock, you rap. I can rock, Chris. You've never seen me rock. I've seen it, Truth. And you need to stick to rapping, bro. <laughs> nah, man. No, 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 no. I tell you what. I show up next week and I'll rock with you and Fozzie. Jericho laughs at him and he gets out of the ring. He starts walking away. He turns back and he says, if you show up next week and you ruin this performance for me, you're a dead man. Wow. Strong words there for Y2J. Issuing the challenge for R-Truth. Says he better not show up. Or he'll get what's coming to him. We're going to take a commercial break and we will be right back. <laughs> Y'all like that? So good. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. We are back from commercial break. Oh, oh my fault. All right. You're good. Here comes Charlotte Flair to the ring. And we've been informed, ladies and gentlemen, that Charlotte Flair is, is issuing an open challenge. She was offended earlier at Steve Austin's comments that Candice LeRae is just as deserving of the women's title as she is. So Charlotte plans to prove him wrong tonight. But who is going to answer Charlotte Flair's open challenge? Oh my! It is the goddess. No Lily here in Revolution. It's the goddess. Alexa Bliss. 
The bell sounds, and here we go. Charlotte and Alexa lock up. Charlotte has the power advantage, just shoves Alexa Bliss down. And again, Alexa charges in. Big boot by Charlotte Flair. The cover, one, two. Alexa gets her shoulder up. Wait a minute. What, what, what's this? It, it's Candice LeRae. She's coming out of the dressing room. Looks like she's going to get a bird's eye view of what is going on here. We got to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. We're back, and it's the conclusion of the match. Charlotte Flair having her way with Alexa Bliss, but she she mounts a comeback right and left. Anita the gut, that signature, Alexa Bliss, DDT, one, two, Charlotte kicks out. Alexa keeps her down, though, hits those double knees, rolls over back, handspring, double knees again, that signature, Alexa Bliss. She's going to the top rope. Twisted Bliss coming up, but Charlotte moves out of the way and hits that natural selection. Charlotte doesn't go for the pin. She's she's just parading around the ring, you know, like Charlotte does. And Charlotte thinks she has the advantage, starts to put on that figure eight. She stares down Candice LeRae and points at her as she does it. But there's a roll up. Alexa Bliss rolls her up. One, two, three. Alexa Bliss steals one from Charlotte Flair. Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae celebrate together. Charlotte Flair's irate as we head to our commercial break. Alexa had to get the win. Alexa had to get the win. <laughs> That's what you knew. You knew. I knew. And we're back, and it is time for some tag team action. Here comes Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, flanked, of course, by Adam Cole and Roddy Strong. The Undisputed Era. And their opponents, ladies and gentlemen, representing the club, it's AJ Styles, and it is Finn Balor, but of course, Anderson and Gallows are not, not far behind. All eight men are in the ring right now. It is going to be mayhem if something is not done to take care of this. <laughs> eh, 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 cut the music. There's way too much of this chaos going on tonight. I need a beer. Anyways, this is a tag team match, not an eight-man tag. The rest of you guys are banned from ringside. Get out of here. They all can't believe it. This match, this tag match is going to happen whenever we come back. We come back and we're already underway during commercial. Was a huge brawl trying to get everything in order, but order I, th I think has finally been restored. We're heading towards the end of the match. AJ Styles is going to the outside, set up for the phenomenal forearm. He misses, rolls through, blind tag by Finn Balor. AJ is hit by Fish and O'Reilly with that leg sweep combination. B Balor hits a sling blade on Bobby Fish and then one to O'Reilly. Grabs them both. He is looking for a double. 19-16. Can he get them both up? But they both end up rolling out. Fish grabs on a heel hook. O'Reilly with that cross arm breaker at the same time. I don't know who's legal, but it doesn't matter because Finn Balor is tapping out. Fish and O'Reilly get the win here in this statement match. What a win for the Undisputed Era, advancing them to the Tag Team Battle Royal. Commercial break. 
What's my time? 10 minutes. Okay, here we go. What segment is this? This is going into segment number 10. Okay, what do I have left? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Just have to scroll back here. Okay, here we go. Um, having some issue with the music, folks. Give me one second. I promise it's not me this time. No, it is not you this time. <laughs> it is 100% me this time. I got time to do this. Hang on. Man, it's a good show so far. It's Thank you. Really show. interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I think that's the next one I need. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Backstage, we're back. Segment 10. We see Candice LeRae with her husband, Johnny Gargano. In their locker room, and in walks Tommaso Champa. Champa asks Gargano if he's heard about this tag team battle royal, and Gargano says, "Yeah, yeah, I have." He said, "I was going to come to you and ask you if you want to put the band together one more time." Champa agrees. They shake hands. Champa says, "Hold on. If we fail, if we do not win the tag belts, no more DIY. We're going to amicably split. I know we've had our differences." We're going to amicably split as a tag team. They hug. Gargano agrees. And we're heading to the ring. I think we're headed to the ring. <laughs> we might not be headed to the ring. Yes, we are. Uso! It's main event time here on Revolution. Here comes Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, flanked by their special counsel, Paul Heyman, but no Roman Reigns. No Roman Reigns here. Here come their opponents, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, the major players. And of course, accompanied by the hot mess, Chelsea Green. They're looking to prove themselves and earn a spot in the Tag Team Battle Royal, this massive main event that is coming up next. Here we go. We're going into segment 11, the final segment. And we, we have seven minutes. Cool. We are back towards the tail end of the match. Here we go. What a classic tag team match this has been. Back and forth the whole time. We get a big hot tag. Matt Cardona and Jey Uso are legal. Matt, like a house of fire. He's trying to take on both Uso's big clotheslines. Big back body drop to Jimmy Uso over the top rope. And he hits radio silence on Jay Uso. That's the finisher. One, two. No, he gets a foot on the ropes. Matt tags Brian in. They're setting up for a spear on Jay Uso, but Jimmy gets back in the ring. Matt hits him with radio silence, and Brian hits the spear on Jay Uso. But Jay rolls to the corner. He sits down. He's in position for that broski boot in the corner. Matt gets in the corner, does the woo, woo, woo. But wait a minute. He's not going anywhere. Wait, Roman Reigns. That's Roman Reigns. He grabs his foot out of nowhere. Paul Heyman has the referee distracted. Double super kick on Matt Cardona. Brian tries to make the save, but he's hit with the 1D. The cover, the count, one, two. Three, ring the bell. The Usos picking up the big win here to end Revolution. Thanks to Roman Reigns. 
The Usos advance onto the tag team battle royal. Roman Reigns is so proud of himself. The Bloodline celebrates. We say good night here on Revolution. And we're out. Hey, Very man, good show, six man. minutes to spare, my dude. I thought it was gonna be less than that. Man. Had a lot of pressure on me now, man. Had to rush through a, a couple good show. things, but it's a very okay. good show. Very good show. I like the uh the Jericho segment. <laughs> Big pop that was Jericho good. Segment. That was the one when I texted you and I yeah. was writing it and I said, I'm literally laughing out loud writing this yeah. promo yeah. because like you don't rock, you rap. <laughs> uh, yeah. I big fan of that segment. And the Mike Tom stuff, I knew. Like I figured <laughs> yeah, out that I dude. had them both in the company. I'm yeah. like, I have to do this. Man. So, and uh two I of my predictions that I figured you would do in week one came true. What was that? Alexa. Undisputed Era coming together and DIY coming together. I figured those uh, two would be the ones that would... Because I was like, if I got Johnny and Tommaso, the first thing I'm doing is putting them back together. <laughs> yep. well, so. I love it's like a marriage. Like I know we amicably split. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to take a crutch and hit you in the back this time. Exactly. I'm not going to bust out your knee or anything That was like 2018, that. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 20, that was when I first... It was 20... 2017 going into 2018 right yeah got it okay because i also went out for a while after he turned the same night that he turned he tore his acl yep gotcha so and then that's when johnny had the match with andrade and and then the right. match and in new orleans my yeah. very first uh match i saw with uh johnny and tomasa was the one where he like got new uh, orleans where he got handcuffed yeah. in the set or whatever and then like kind of fell down oh that was was that chicago that might have been Chicago. There was a Chicago match, and then there was... It was a regular match first, right? No, it no. was an unsanctioned match. Unsanctioned, remember, yeah, because Johnny... Yeah. And then it was the Chicago street fight, and, and then, then it was, was the uh, last man standing. Because right. Tommaso barely rolled off the stage and landed on yes. his feet, and Johnny was out. Yeah, yeah. Right. that was the first. And I, I remember thinking, like, this is NXT? Yeah, it's pretty right. dope. What? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's pretty dope. All no, right. Yeah. So I've set the bar apparently. You have set the bar. I, I thought it was good, I dude. Yeah. Are we am I doing feedback now or later? What are we doing? We'll do feedback at the beginning of the next episode if you can Got it. If, if you're good to remember those things. I'm good. We'll start our next episode with with feedback on that. I need the, you need that. That's I right. Need that. Brad, you want to mute this? You good? Yes. Okay. We're making some technical adjustments here, and then Andy is gonna get started. First edition of Mayhem. Thank you for name dropping my show and your in your show. You're really welcome. It happens it. more than once. <laughs> Mayhem is an easy word to use in the wrestling business. That's so, why I picked that's why I picked it. So that it'll get name dropped. All right. I gotta get everything up. Nope. You just let us know when you're ready. Brad will start his timer and we will sit back and go. All right. Play my intro. Is that a good one? That's great. Right? Yes, sir. Right. Ready? The crack in the system. The pain feel. I'm back with a bitch, just like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason, I am the source. I gotta lead The battle is mine. You wanna believe it? Break out the walls, open the doors. It's not the season. This is what I am. I'm causing mayhem. in the hell, freedom of jail. I'm 
of PBWF Mayhem. I am your anchor for tonight, Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee and Wade Barrett. And tonight we are kicking off PBWF Mayhem with breaking news. Commissioner Mick Foley has stepped down as general manager. He will still be a part of the entire program. He will still be a part of PBF Mayhem as a whole. But let's go down to ringside to meet our brand new general manager, William Regal. <laughs> I told you as soon as I drafted it, it was going to happen. Oh, already. <laughs> already. Already, Gosh. dude. I love it. William Regal is standing in the ring, microphone in hand. He says, welcome to PBWF Mayhem. Now, I have had my fair share of general managing roles from Monday Night Raw to NXT. And one thing I pride myself on is that there will be no shenanigans. There will be no one coming out here. There'll be no one trying to take over my show. If there's any settlements that need to be met, they will happen in the ring nowhere else. No one is going to take over my show. So with that being said, we are going to start off tonight by announcing our... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The game, Triple H, is making his way out to the ring. William Regal looks very shocked, very confused as to what is happening. He doesn't seem to understand what is happening. Triple H very slowly gets in the ring, microphone in hand, reaches out his hand, shakes hands with William Regal, even pulls him in for a hug, looks around the crowd. Triple H looks at William Regal and says, I'm not out here to disrespect uh, you, uh, but... <laughs> I am sick and tired of all of my hard work going absolutely nowhere. I have worked for years to build up the best young talent across the world to watch them become laughing stock from some old timer who doesn't know what he's doing anymore. So I have taken it into my own hands now. I am making sure that the next generation of the business thrives. I'm making sure that the next generation of the business succeeds. My biggest career, my highest moments in my career happened during my evolution. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to my revision. FTR, Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler are making their way out to the ring, looking very sharp in suits, walking to the <laughs> ring to meet the man that is going to help elevate their career even more, Triple H. They get into the ring. Wardlow? Wardlow's music hits. Wardlow walks out to the ring, looking as dapper as ever in the suit. He is making his way down the ring. He is smiling and looking at Triple H. Triple H is, is enjoying every single second of this. He is loving every second of it. Triple H grabs the mic one more time, though. He looks right down the hard cam. He says, I couldn't possibly have my revision without the visionary. Seth Rollins makes his way out to the ring, doing his laugh as he does with his hands spread out wide. The reunion is back. 
Triple H and Seth Rollins are back together once again. William Regal is not happy about this. He can already see what is happening. The crowd is singing along with Seth as he makes his way down to the ring. It's oh! <laughs> amazing. Triple H grabs the mic one more time and just looks down the hard cam. Seth Rollins behind him, FTR behind him, Wardlow behind him. He simply says, welcome to my revision as we cut to commercial break. Wow. Great start. Segment two, we come back from commercial break. Michael Cole is on commentary and he announces that tonight begins the first round tournament or the first round opening matches for two tournaments that are taking place over the next four weeks as we are going to be crowning, uh, having a tournament to crown our first ever PBWF Mayhem men's champion and a PBWF Mayhem women's world champion. We are going to have opening rounds leading up to our first ever pay-per-view conquest of champions where the semifinal of both the men's and women will take place as well as the final. And the first match starts right now. The man, Becky Lynch, is making her way out to the ring with smoke filling up the entire arena. She's coming out with the world's biggest sunglasses that she could find. She is walking very confidently to the ring, gets into the ring. And her opponent, Io Shirai, makes her way out. As Io Shirai, formerly a part of NXT, makes her way to the ring. First ever matchup between Becky Lynch and Io Shirai. This one should tear the house down. So the number one woman drafted in PBWF is here. She is ready to make her claim. Uh, it's a very highly contested matchup, really back and forth. Becky tries to put EO into the manhandle slam, but EO is able to reverse it into a reverse neck breaker. Uh, Becky is on her back close to the corner. EO climbs up like she's getting ready to go for that patent moonsault, but Becky gets out of her feet quickly, shoves EO off the top rope, flying rib first into the barricade as we cut to commercial break. Segment three, we come back from commercial break with Becky in full control. Uh, she has EO in an abdominal stretch, really just stretching out that injured rib where she ran into the barricade. Uh, but EO is able to slide out of it, hits a whirling DDT on Becky, which rolls Becky completely out of the ring. EO Shirai goes, bounces off the ropes, hits a massive suicide dive through the middle rope. Becky gets rolled back into the ring. EO jumps up to the top rope, goes for the moonsault, but as she flips, Becky gets her feet up and meets EO's chin as it knocks her flying right back off the rope directly into a manhandle slam, but that's not enough. Becky applies the disarmor, and EO Shirai is forced to tap out with Becky Lynch moving on to our semifinal match at Conquest of Champions to crown the first ever PBWF Mayhem Women's World champion we cut backstage though to see renee young who is joined by kenny omega uh renee asked kenny about the main event tonight as he will be facing darby allen in our first one of our opening round contests to go into the next round of the men's tournament but before he can even answer the question in the frame walks triple h and revision triple h is nose to nose with kenny omega reaches out his hand they shake hands Triple H says, it's nice to finally meet you, Kenny, but don't get too comfortable here. As Seth Rollins literally cuts in front of Triple H, does his <laughs> laugh right in his face, and they walk around as we cut to commercial break. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. 
Our open, our first round matchup for the men's tournament is taking place right now with Sami Zayn is making his way down to the ring. It's not the same Sami Zayn, though. It's not. It I was wondering. Somewhat. Nobody knows how to really react because he is kind of acting like a tweener. He's still his happy-go-lucky dancing self, but you never can really trust Sami Zayn and his opponent. Give me a second. I got to find it because it's different. MJF is making his way out to the ring and oh what is that he has a microphone in his hand oh no cut the music cut my music uh-uh we are not playing this game tonight ladies and gentlemen we are not doing it this way tonight MJF just stops and looks around he says I want everybody to understand I was not appreciated where I came from. That's not happening here at Mayhem. This is going to be my show. And Sami Zayn, I have a lot of respect for you. I really do. So I'm sorry that I'm going to have to beat your face so bad that you're going to have to wear a generic mask from now on <laughs> because you're so embarrassed by what I do to you. He walks up to the ring, gets in the ring, in the corner, puts the mic down, takes off his scarf when all of a sudden the bell rings turns around halua kick right to the face but oh no mjf is able to roll out of the ring barely surviving mjf uh, sammy Zayn gets out of the ring as quick as he can throws mjf back into the ring finds him in the corner goes for another halua kick but sam but this time mjf ducks underneath it sending sammy's leg flying into the turnbuckle sammy gets out of the ring is trying or sammy gets out of the ring is definitely disoriented uh mjf is finally able to grab sammy's arm into the barricade. He then places Sami Zayn in between the bear in, in between the steel steps and the ring post. Does a massive drop kick right into the post as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. MGF is still in full control. Sami Zayn is struggling to get any momentum. He's trying to lock in the salt of the earth, but Sami is able to roll out of it and hit a massive arm drag. MGF gets up and runs towards Sami, but is caught with a huge blue thunder bomb. One. Two, MJF is barely able to get his shoulder up. Sammy is trying to slowly pull MJF up. The referee, though, is behind MJF, distracted by something. All of a sudden, bang, low blow to Sammy Zayn. He then hits a running knee, locks in the salt of the earth. Sammy Zayn is forced to tap out, and MJF is moving on to the second round of the PBWF Men's Mayhem When all of a sudden, as MJF is walking back up the ramp to leave, we hear Eric Bischoff is making his way to the ring as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. Bischoff is in the ring and says, you know, I want to make sure everybody understands one thing. Everyone needs to know their place in PBWF. Whether you're on Mayhem, whether you're on Revolution, no one understands this business more than Uncle Eric. So I'm going to be watching over the next couple of weeks to determine if you're worthy enough of my presence here. Otherwise, I'm going to have to unleash my lethal dose of poison in Mayhem. <laughs> so I'm going to be watching very closely to make sure that 
I don't have to do what I don't really want to do. He gets out of the ring, is on his way up, when all of a sudden... Drew McIntyre comes out, massive sword in hand still, standing right in the middle of the ramp. Eric Bischoff walks up to him, extends the hand. Drew McIntyre just looks, refuses to get out of the way. Bischoff laughs as he walks around. As the next opening con- as the next round uh, opening round matchup is getting ready to take place, Drew McIntyre is making his way to the ring, slides into the ring, and his opponent. Still mad about this. <laughs> the Rick Boogsless Shinsuke Nakamura is standing at the top of the ramp, making his way Still down to the him. ring. This is going to be a stiff, stiff contest as both guys are very stiff workers. Drew throws a massive forearm to Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke then grabs Drew and hits him with a knee right to the stomach. Drew goes to hit an Alabama slam, sending uh, Shinsuke into the ropes. Drew then clotheslines Shinsuke over the top rope uh, to the ring apron. Drew goes to hit a suplex to Shinsuke back into the ring, but uh, Shinsuke is able to reverse it, suplexing Drew and himself completely out of the ring onto the floor as we cut to commercial break. What's my time, by the way? 16 minutes left. Oh, okay, good. We're good. Second, when are you in? Seven. I'm rolling through this kind of quick. Both men are completely spent as we come back from commercial break, but still laying in those stiff shots. Shinsuke has Drew to his knees, hitting those stiff kicks to the the chest. Goes to hit the stiff kick to the side of the head, but Drew is able to dodge. Rolls Shinsuke through, drills him with the future shock DDT. One, two. Shinsuke kicks out the very last second. Drew has Shinsuke up in the uh, Drew is in the corner. Has Shinsuke very slowly getting up. He goes one or three, two, one. Goes to hit the Claymore, but Drew but Shinsuke is able to hit a Kinshasa in midair. Meets Drew, hits the Kinshasa in midair, but Drew is able to roll out of the ring to the ropes. Shinsuke is not able to get the pin. He rolls him back in, pushes him back in, goes for another Kinshasa, but Drew is able to avoid it. And then it follows up by hitting a belly-to-back suplex on Shinsuke. Hits another belly-to-back suplex on Shinsuke. Goes for a third one, but this time Shinsuke is able to slip through. Roll him up. One, two, three. Shinsuke Nakamura upsets Drew McIntyre. Shinsuke will face the winner of the main event, Kenny Omega versus Darby Allen later tonight. Drew McIntyre does not look too pleased. But he is a man of his word. He is a man of honor. Shakes Shinsuke's hand, raises his hand. <clears throat> and we cut backstage as they are celebrating. We cut backstage to see Malachi Black and Brody King walking through the backstage area. They open their locker room door and find a beaten and bloody Buddy Matthews laying, in the, laying on the floor. With all the lights kind of turned off, they turn the lights on. They see him bleeding. They see him in a bad way. And written in his blood on his chest is, see you soon, friend, as we cut to commercial break. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. Segment eight, we cut backstage. We are coming back from commercial. We are backstage to see Becky Lynch, who is talking to Renee Young. Renee asked her about her victory over Io Shirai, and Becky just simply says, I was the first draft pick. I am the most valuable and the most dominant champion of the last five years. Whether you're a man man or a woman, I have set the standard for everyone else. So I will not stop until I become 
the PBWF Women's World Champion. We cut back to the ring, and we see Austin Theory in the ring. Now, this is not a matchup for the tournament. This is just a regular matchup. Austin Theory was not too happy about being or being left out of the tournament, and neither was this man who was going to take out his frustration on Austin Theory. As Miro's music hits, Miro makes his way out to the ring. He is not happy about being left out of this tournament. He looks like he is just, if looks could kill, Austin Theory would be absolutely dead in the ring right now. He is not a happy camper about what happened and how he got left out. He gets in the ring, the bell rings, and as soon as the bell rings, Miro drills Theory with a super kick. And he waits for Austin Theory to get very slowly back up, drills him with another super kick, pulls him into the ring, stomps on his back, accolade wrenches all the way back, and Austin Theory is forced to tap out as we cut to commercial break. All right, we're running into the seg, uh, seg nine now. Commentary begins to run down the card for next week. They say, we are having more of our opening round matchups for the, both the men and women's tournament as Adam Hangman Page will be taking on John Moxley. Seth Rollins will face Samoa Joe. CM Punk will face Powerhouse Hobbs. Sasha Banks will be facing Ruby Soho. And our first of two triple threat tag team matches, which takes place over the next two weeks, to determine who will be facing for the tag team championships, FTR versus the Lucha Brothers versus the New Day. We cut to a video package of CM Punk talking about how his goals have not changed, even though the venue has. Since he returned to pro wrestling, it is his journey, it is his job to restore pro wrestling back to where it once was. And he's not going to stop until he proves that he is the best in the world. We go back to commentary, and Michael Cole very loud, or Pat McAfee very loudly says, it's time for the main event. <laughs> Darby Allen makes his way out, half face paint like always, on his skateboard this time as he skates down to the ring. He gets into the ring. He's got a sense of urgency. He is ready to fight Kenny Omega. As Kenny Omega starts to make his way out, he makes his way out, is starting to make his way down to the ring, when all of a sudden Darby Allen comes flying out of the ropes, hits a massive suicide dive before the bell could even start, before Kenny Omega could even get in the ring. He's laying on top of him, throwing in shots left and right, trying to get as much of a jump on him as he can. He then whips Kenny Omega into the barricade, but as he does, Kenny is able to reverse it, sending Darby Flying into the barricade, but Darby jumps on top and hits a massive moonsault uh, on Kenny Omega. Gets him up, gets him, throws him into the ring. The bell rings. Darby climbs to the top rope like he's getting ready to go for a coffin drop. But Kenny is able to kip up and shove Darby Allen not into the barricade, but completely over the barricade onto the concrete floor as we cut to commercial break. Segment 10, Kenny is in full control as we come back from commercial break. Uh, he hits three consecutive dragon uh, sleeper suplexes. Darby sells very slowly into the corner. Kenny goes to hit a running knee, but Darby Allen is able to duck underneath, absolutely crushing Kenny's knee against the turnbuckle. Kenny is in the corner. Darby hits a running back elbow, followed by a shotgun drop kick. One, two, Kenny is able to kick out. Darby then hits Kenny with a springboard arm drag, but Kenny is able to roll through and drill Darby with a massive V-trigger. Darby is staggering up and in, into the ropes. Kenny goes to try and hit the ropes, but as he turns, Darby grabs him, flips over, hits a stunner. One, two, 
kick out at two. Darby tries to hit another suicide dive as Kenny Omega rolls out to the ring, but this time he is met with a V-trigger in midair, busting Darby Allen's face wide open as we cut to commercial break. Final segment, segment 11. Darby has yet to recover from the busted face in the suicide dive. Kenny doesn't hit one. He doesn't hit two, but he hits three consecutive V-triggers, completely opening up that gash as Darby Allen is now bleeding like crazy. Kenny calls for the end, picking up Darby Allen to hit a one-winged angel, but Darby Allen reverses it into a Frankensteiner. Kenny sells it to his feet, gets hit by another drop kick. Kenny bounces off the turnbuckle, and Darby Allen hits him with a code red back into the turnbuckle, selling laying on the corner. Darby Allen goes up to hit a coffin drop, but as he jumps backwards, Kenny Omega hits him with a V-trigger to the back of the head, picks him up, one-winged angel, one, two, three... Kenny Omega is facing Shinsuke Nakamura in three weeks in the quarterfinal match to determine who is moving on in the tournament. Kenny Omega is standing in the ring celebrating. He is having a great time when all of a sudden... Pause. Anyways, that's the Young Bucks music. The Young Bucks, <laughs> the Young Bucks make their way out. They hug and embrace Kenny Omega. They lift Kenny up on their shoulders as we go off the air. Thank you so much, PBWF, for watching the first ever PBWF Mayhem. We will see you next week. I thought for sure they were going to drop him. I thought for <laughs> sure they were going to drop him. Man, good stuff. Dang, guys. Great first shows. Setting the bar high, right? Yes. Dang, man. Yes, That's a lot yes, of fun. Yes. That's good stuff. <laughs> How long did I have left? Yeah, the 11 minutes left. Okay. I think that's great, though. Yeah. yeah. I think having time left over is amazing because you guys packed so much into just a very short window of time. There are going to be shows right. that we're going to push it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think next week's show is going to be it's gonna push yeah. it for you. Next week and week three are going to be pushing it. Okay, right. well, that, hey, you're just making up for time now. That's right. <laughs> so does that 11 minutes go over into so my next? No, no, this is not uh, AT&T in, uh, what, 2003? Right. That's fine. Right. All right, we hope you guys have enjoyed what you've seen, what you've heard. There's really not much that you see on this visibly, but, you know, if you want to watch our... Let's see our reactions. Watch our ugly mugs while we do this. Um, <laughs> really just me staring at the soundboard. Man, really, Brad, staring at the soundboard, right? Me staring so, at my computer <laughs> as I'm reading. So, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Give us some feedback at PBW Podcast. We welcome any and all feedback. Uh, we will be coming at you next week with week number two. We're going to do our absolute very best to do this each and every week. Um, and we've decided four weeks and then a pay-per-view. Four weeks and then a pay-per-view. Um, so that, that'll be the, the method that we go on. Uh, this is, this is a learning experience for all of us. We're going to be changing stuff on the fly and we'll do our best to communicate that to you. Otherwise, this, this is what you're getting. We hope you dig it. Hope you dig this concept of fantasy booking. I had a great time. Andy, I know you had a blast. Yep. Brad, I know that you're just, you're just sitting there just, just itching because you get both <laughs> of them Yeah. and it's like, it's like. I don't know. You get to digest both of them without any partiality. Like, right. like I'm sitting here like, oh, Andy did that. I need to do this. Or, you yeah, know, no, I don't have to worry about it. I'm, right. just, I'm just a fan, you know? I'm just a fan that gets to control the crowd. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know if the match is bad, if I hear it <laughs> moving the entire time. I will say you did get it. This is awesome. I, I don't did. Know if you you heard did. It. Thank you. So Thank you. you did. That I got to adjust my levels. So I can get it.
it's, get it in there quicker. It, it's all good. But listen, guys, it, this is a learning experience. We're going to be doing this each and every week, and it might change each and every week. But we, again, we welcome any and all feedback at PBW Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Why does I'm done that YouTube channel and Sportswire Radio? I know they appreciate it as well. For Mr. Brad Beal, Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us on this very special first edition of the Bite Bomb Wrestling Federation. We'll catch you guys down the road.